0: Our Lexi for today is Nisi, Nisi, or island. Let's glance at January through October of last year when 23 million international air travelers were recorded landing in the country of Greece. Of those 23 million, 17 million incorporated the Greek islands as part of their vacation. Why? Because there's an endless variety to what you can do and experience on a Nisi. Whether you're seeking peace and tranquility party scenes or history you will always get amazing weather and easy connections to the Nisia or islands from Athens and other cities My suggestion is if you want to experience the Nisi you need a minimum of two to three nights on each one and most people will hit two to three islands in a trip Nisi or island one is waiting for you this summer. Eleolado, olive oil, has been celebrated in the civilized world for millennia, nearly eternal. The oil of this fruit has been more than just food to the cultures of the Mediterranean region. It's been medicinal, ceremonial, sacramental, and the foundation of great wealth and power. It is safe to say that olive oil is the ethos, the essence of Greek culinary culture. Today, the priceless and life-giving ingredients of this liquid gold can be delivered to you when you purchase your premium bottle of Kefi Life Extra Virgin Olive Oil from the region my parents were born, the Peloponnese. The coveted Koroneiki olive is extensively cultivated here in the southern part of Greece, which offers the unique microclimate needed to grow a fruit netting the utmost nutrient value for extra virgin olive oil. Kefi Life extra virgin olive oil, a boundless amount of value high in antioxidants with anti-inflammatory properties linked to good mood and improved mental health. Get your bottle of wellness today when you visit kefilife.shop. I'm with Nico Mentis. I was going to give you this intro, but I love it. Let's do it. That's a great intro to this episode of Kefi Life, which is brought to you from a location in Greece called Elefonosol. I'm in the Peloponnese region, and most of you know that that's where my parents were born. I'm on a road trip. I've been on a road trip for days, and for the past few days, our base, Christina, Anastasia, and I, our base is the Calypso Hotel in the heart of Elefoniso, and I'm sitting with the owner, Nico Mentes, and Nico has got such a diverse, interesting background. I can't wait for you to meet him, for us to give uh, a little glimpse of Greece and his life experience, which talks about Botita life people in the world. Kalimera Olimera, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Nico, tell us about your hotel. I love when we came up to it. It it was very inviting and welcoming. The name is Calypso. How did you come up with this name?
1: Actually, my dad used to have a hotel in Athens uh, back on the end of the 70s. So since the name back then was Calypso, I decided to (laughs) <laughs> give it another try, and name my own hotel Calypso as well.
0: Fantastic. Okay, so when we walked into the hotel, it was very inviting. It's very sweet and clean, and everything is white, but the front has kind of got like a coral look to it. It's quite inviting.
1: And different. The, the traditional color, let's say, of the islands is blue and white. However, I wanted more of a um, Bermudian color, Caribbean-like, which is why I gave the try with this different, let's say, soft pink color.
0: And it really does stand out, and it's unique. And speaking of the Caribbean, you okay? So you're a native of Greece, but for the past twenty so or years, you've been. Tr- your job has taken you all over the world. Tell us about your job and how many places you've seen all over the world.
1: I used to work for um, Royal Caribbean for. 23 and a half years, based uh, in Miami. I was doing uh, a lot of work related to computers and networks, cabling, infrastructure, you name it. So I had the opportunity of visiting almost the whole world, wherever there was a port that is.
0: And you can say I was lucky. Okay, so let's talk about how lucky you were. You saw 90% of the globe. You're now back in Greece. But Nico, what aspect of your job made it lucky for you? What did you learn? What did you experience? What did you see? How did you grow? That's a pretty open-ended question, right?
1: <laughs> I was I was pretty young when I, when I joined, about 23 and a half. So since I had the opportunity of going to such a big company, let's say, and getting the opportunity to visit in different areas, different locations, because I had to fly almost once per week in Europe, in Asia, in Australia, in the US, in the Caribbean, in Scandinavia, you name it. So everything was related to, to the job, as you can imagine. And given the fact that most of the times we were a team of 11, 12 people, we had to do things quickly, neatly, and trying to be as much as organized as possible so we can go on.
0: What was your job on the cruise ship?
1: Actually, I was not working on the cruise ship. We were going and doing installations in ports where the ships were visiting for for embarkation, let's say. Installing cabling, installing laptops, cameras. Face control tablets, this kind of stuff.
0: So, what did you learn at sea?
1: That's that's a bit of a tricky question. You you see a lot of different people, a lot of different cultures. You see the good and the bad, of course. Thankfully, I don't have any bad memories from the from the whole aspect. The most important and more difficult thing that you you have to keep in mind is that you are dealing with different. People, different mindsets, and you have to cope with it because you are a member of a team.
0: So since this podcast is called Kefi Life, Balancing the Mind, Body, and Spirit, what would you say were some of the challenges or obstacles that you were able to overcome and how did you do that, let's say? Because so much of how we feel in life begins with what we think in life.
1: I would say not too many difficulties, but one thing you have to keep in mind is that because you are going to such different areas, uh, remote locations, the biggest challenge I would say was food, believe it or not. You are grown up like myself in Greece, you know, your typical Greek food and diet. And when you go elsewhere, things are 100% different. So one, one of the more, Challenging parts was this, I would have to say.
0: Is the food. So let's get to the food. So did you eat? since so the...
1: I did, I did. Of course, I <laughs> I ate. You, you have no, yes. no no alternative, of course. But I'm I'm a little bit curious of trying different, different things. I had never tried spicy food, for example. I never liked chili. But being in in Mexico or uh, Argentina, Brazil, you have to give it a go.
0: So what you're saying is go with it. Let's go. Let's be have an open mind. I love it. That's the answer that I was kind of curious about and it, it came out of your mouth. So let's talk about the food of Greece. We're in Greece now. We're in Elefona. So let's start there. Tell us about Elefona. So. Am I saying that correctly? Yes. Is that where you were born?
1: I was born. I was born in Athens, but my parents were living, both of them, in in Elafonisos. Back then, there were no hospitals, as you can imagine, in such a small island. So, they had to move to to Athens for a couple of years, and then I was I was back on the island. I grew up on the island. I went to school half an hour away from here in Neapolis. Most most of my time I have spent on, on the island, you can say that.
0: So tell us about Elefones, describe it. And I would love to find your or hear your aspect of the water because I experienced it yesterday. It was breathtaking.
1: Elefones is a tiny island at the very end of the Peloponnese, just a few miles away from Kithira, And about 40 miles away from Crete. Elaphonesos was inhabited at the end of the 1800s. It was actually a gift from the British to the first king that arrived in Greece, King Otto, from Germany. So both both the islands, Kithra and Elaphonesos, were given as a gift. And the first people who came and settled over here were from money, actual pirates. They left money because they were hunted by the police, as you can imagine. They brought two families over here and another two families went to Malta. The first two last names who settled on the island was Mentis and Aronis. And from there everything started. The waters, as you can see, are incredible. Since I've been in, in many places in the world, I can tell you and give you a, an idea of the only area that you can compare it, as I told you yesterday, is Tahiti, believe it or not. There are two, two small coasts on the southeast of the island, which is the Simos Beach it's about a kilometer and a half not very not very big but the waters are breathtaking the color is completely unique very sandy, not even seaweed inside it's it's like a it's like a physical pool you can say that
0: great description what the way that I describe it Nico is as you enter the water, it's clear to Aqua, to teal, to turquoise, to a form of cobalt blue, and just absolutely, but it's so shallow for about 150 meters.
1: Exactly. That's, that's why I, I, I called it a pool. No matter how, how many meters you walk inside, it's still shallow. And we are lucky because the location of the beach is between two different seas. The archipelago of Kithira and the Gulf of Neapoli. So the water has been replenished every single day. That's why the purity is there.
0: That was my question to you. So the purity yeah. of the water is because and due to its location. Yes,
1: it's been it's been replenished daily. It's it's all it's all related to where the streams are coming from, and because we're in the middle of two different seas. One coming from Chithera from the south southeast, and one coming from northeast from Neapoli. That's why it's so clear.
0: So that is a physical, a physical observation, but a physical reality. Which would that provide more minerals and medicinal purposes? Do you think?
1: That's correct. That is correct. That's why there is also a lot of marine life in the in that location, full of uh, small fish, octopuses, uh, turtles, everything.
0: Okay, so as we were coming from Monavasia on the ferry to Elefones, so we saw a giant turtle. Yeah, yeah. It, I don't even know how large this turtle was. It must have been, it must have been six feet by six feet.
1: For sure, for sure. There are plenty of turtles all all around the island. If you stay here until the end of uh, September, maybe beginning of October, on the same location that you took the ferry to come to Elafonisos on the right side. This is called Punta Beach. There are turtles who are going ashore and having babies.
0: (laughs) It's so beautiful to experience the natural life and some of these islands of Greece. And I think for me, that's what brings me peace is once I am able... Like, for example, last night we saw a moon that was almost orange-yellow. Huge! Huge! Huge. Is that a common thing
1: or is Uh, it... Especially in the summer, yes, that's a common thing. And if if you stay towards end of July and August, uh, there is a a typical aspect that they called the double moon of August. The moon comes exactly right above of the um, mountains of Neapoli. And you think it's a few meters above your head. That's how big it looks.
0: (sighs) See these natural miracles or aspects of nature that we can't see in different parts of the world.
1: I think you have a point because the the closest that comes to mind that you can observe such 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 a thing is when I when I was in Queensland in Australia in a in a remote location as well. I'm trying to remember the 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 exact the exact name. I think it's called Lake Entrance, and it remind me it remind me our island over here. the the moon as well as the sun. It's like they're a few steps away from you. You can actually touch them.
0: When you, when you think of Elefonisos and you think of the moon and the sun and the Thalassa or the sea, are these the calling card? Are these the reasons people come to this place?
1: For sure. Don't, don't forget we're a tiny island, as I mentioned before, so we do not have such a crowd comparing to islands like Mykonos or Paros or Naxos or Santorini. However the location and the area that you are coming to see, is unique. The people who are coming as visitors or just for having a weekend are actually repeaters. They have been here before, so they know what to expect, they they know what to see, they know where they are coming to, which explains why the island is, is so popular lately.
0: So where are most of your visitors from? Like America, Australia, Europe. I We met yesterday on the beach. We met a lot of people from Athens.
1: Majority of people are, of course, Greeks, especially the month that you are visiting as, as well, June and July. But as you go along the, the summer, especially in August, uh, there are plenty of Italians. Italians are coming on the island since the 1940s. They know the island because there used to be an army camp on the southwest part, which is called uh, Panagia, called the Islands of Panagia. There used to be a small army camp. Then people started visiting again as regular guests. And if you come in the middle of August, downtown, you don't even hear Greek. You only hear Italian.
0: That's why we were at dinner last night at this restaurant, Caladoni's, the- on the port, and there was a waiter speaking to the couple in Italian.
1: That is correct. That's correct. Plenty of Italians around.
0: Plenty of Italians. And we came from Sicily. We were in Terramina previously, and it was just beautiful. So many Greeks there as well. So when you think of Greece, Nicole, you've traveled the world. How would you say it's exceptional? For the folks that are dying to get over here, because I feel pretty blessed and lucky. I've been several times, numerous times. But how does Greece stand out or stand apart? Besides the fact that we... Are the reason for Western civilization?
1: <laughs> well, see, try to see it that way. The biggest thing that grows in Greece is tourism. So there is a mentality that they have to um, be polite, be kind, to welcoming, etc. But it's also the way of life. What you will see once you arrive: the calmness of the of the people. Uh, that they are there to provide, to answer any questions, to help you, to at least to to do whatever they can in their power, that you can have an excellent vacation and hopefully you can come again.
0: Is there a favorite thing that you like to do on the island here in Elefonisus?
1: Besides swimming?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Good. Well, swimming, that's it. The water. You could Swim. get, you could, too bad we can't sleep in the, in the sea.
1: I, th- I think swimming is, is, the, is the, the right answer. It's, it's very difficult to find such purity on the water compared to what we have here. And second thing that comes in mind, I think it's calmness. You can relax, no anxiety, no thoughts, just enjoy your day.
0: And in Greek do we say galini?
1: Galini, correct.
0: Galini. So for you personally, when you're in your day-to-day living, how do you balance on Meditiran or or on your mind, body, and soul?
1: I think I'm trying to be a good person. That's <laughs> that's the most important part. Other than this, I work on the hotel half of my day. The other half, I'm trying to go into the beach as much as possible. I try to to swim. I try to eat nice food. I like fish. So, what more can you ask?
0: My god, that's a Kefi life. You used to work for 20 years, you saved your money and now you're back to your hotel the Calypso in Eleftherios. Now that's Kefi. Now Supokati, that is beautiful. Our interview has gone so quickly. Um I would love to ask you because I ask all my special guests this question. Uh Nico meant this. in my life I've learned that
1: I think what what I said before, it's it's my my motto, trying to be a good person, trying to survive without having bad thoughts, always moving forward, and hopefully you can you can meet your needs. We'll
0: see you next year.
1: Hopefully. <laughs>
0: Thank you so much, Nico. It was my pleasure. Stay right there. Up next, your weekly takeaway to keep it all as well, Ola Kala.
1: This Ola Kala moment Brought to you by the Law Offices of Liston and Sintilas, ranked number one by the Leading Lawyers Network since 2010, taking care of all your real estate needs.
0: Hardworking people always want to find the right time to meet up with friends, go to dinner, plan a vacation, start the bucket list, and on and on and on. But friends and Kefi, I'm here to tell you, the perfect time for anything that is good and soul edifying is now. Now is the time. The only thing we have is now. Be Ola kala all is well when you feed that mind, body, and soul now. Kiki Vale is the founder of Kefi Life. She is passionate about whole person wellness and living a fulfilled life. Her Kefi Life podcast is created to simply and naturally help you harmonize the mind, body, and soul the Greek way. Visit kefilife.com and check out Kiki Vale on LinkedIn and on Twitter. Join us again next time for more positive energy and inspiration on Kefi Life.